It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. to the only show out there that dares to ask the question, who are these broadcasters? Each and every week, we're going to bring you the best clips of news, local news, sports, politics, and everything else. And don't worry about the politics. Our only agenda is what makes us laugh. And fortunately for all of us, there are terrible people and terrible broadcasters on both sides of the aisle. I am Christian Blatt, joined by Carl Hamburger. And when I first signed on for this show, I thought I was going to be third Mike Tukey. So imagine my surprise that we have the one, the only, Mr. Eric Zane here on the show with us. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, I'm happy to settle for Eric Zane personally, Christian. I don't know why you have to be so (laughs) mean about that. Now, I want to point something out. This is the first show that the name is actually grammatically correct. Who are these broadcasters is the right way to ask that question. Did we fuck this up? I think we might have. There were a few people who said, in fact, you and I had gone back and forth. Oh, should it be who are these broadcasts to be symmetrical with who are these podcasts? Right. And then, of course, you know, your fans are always so kind with their criticism. They're like, you idiots. It should be who are these broadcasts? But it is asking the question, who are these broadcasters? Yeah. And also, once a jingle gets recorded, that's it. It's in the books. (laughs) Yeah. At that point, I'm out. It's out of my control. Nothing else no, that we Doug can do about it. Doug from the Jingles Department is all d- one-take Doug, from That's what right. I understand. Yeah, so there's no going back. <laughs> but he does crush it, and he's got us some brand new jingles for our first episode. And uh, I'm really excited that you guys are both joining me today for this. We're going to start out in sports. And these jingles are nuts. i got to be honest with you. Home of the hourly triple play. Yeah, I love that. Are you excited or what? That's uh, my buddy Eddie Nebula from my band uh, Buzz Myers. He recorded that from his FedEx truck uh, <laughs> using a cell phone. It's not uh, bad. It's not actually, bad. No, it I works. It works. 
Uh, well, uh, the, so the first clip we're going to have is actually the first one that we shared when we did our little uh, our, our, our little brainstorming meeting. We talked about this clip from a, uh, I almost called them the Indians, a Guardians-White Sox game. And uh, things got interesting between White, Sto- <laughs> White Sox shortstop Jose Ramirez uh, and uh, the Guardians third baseman. Uh, and uh, actually, Anderson is the uh, Saturday. I forgot the. You know, so this is why I don't do play by play. Jesus Christ, get it up. together! I know, I know exactly. Fuck? But what I, the important thing is the great Cleveland radio broadcaster Tom Hamilton is on this phenomenal call of this uh, little fracas. Head first slide, safe and in the score is Jimenez, and another hustle double right over the bag at first. Now Jose and. Anderson square off. They're fighting. They're swinging. Down goes Anderson. Down (laughs) goes Anderson. Head first slide. Brilliant call right there. Very well done. Was it though? Was it? I mean, I hate to be contrarian, but I mean, he ripped it off Howard Cosell. I mean, who gives a shit, right? I believe the word you're looking for, Eric, is homage and, uh, <laughs> you don't get a lot of occasions in baseball because whenever there's amusing air quotes fight in baseball it gets broken up before anybody comes anywhere near that's why yeah. the nolan ryan robin ventura clip is one of the best ever because there he, he charges the mound and 60 year old nolan ryan's like all right i guess this kid wants a beat down and uh, you know there's not nearly enough physical contact in baseball anymore. So well, I think that, that Tom Hamilton was just celebrating the fact that he could do something like that. That was a lucky right hook. If you watch the replay, yes. Ramirez <laughs> just kind of swinging haphazardly and makes contact with the face. And right, yeah, like Eric Zane is showing us right now, just just head down, punching into the air in front of him. And yeah, I have to say, why is it like hockey players are the only pro athletes in this country that can fight? If you look at basketball, are the worst. When they get into fights, it's embarrassing looking. They have no idea how to fight. Baseball's not great. Well, let's Football. not forget about yeah. Let's not forget about soccer players. Although you did say athletes, but soccer players—they're more actors than anything else. You That's know, true. They, they get sneezed on, and then you think that they pulled a you know a hammy. Right. There was also another view of Anderson and Ramirez. I'm not kidding you. Barely hit his jaw. This guy had a glass <laughs> jaw, and he went down. And not only did he go down. But when he got up and tried walking, he was all like wobbly, you know, like uh, Ric Flair. And when he's acting and wrestling, it was it it was remarkable how much damage that wild punch did to that guy. Everyone's got a plan until they get hit in the face, right? Yes, I guess. (laughs) Usually how it goes. Yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, our our second clip, we're going to stick with uh, baseball. And uh, anybody who's familiar with the city of uh, Philadelphia, I think, knows that people who live there uh, are uh, very opinionated and they will share those opinions with you. Uh, Tom McCarthy and the great John Cruck are very aware of what the crowd is saying in this clip. And uh, I guess you, you can leave it there in the background, but uh, they shouldn't comment on it if you want to give a listen to our second clip here. Oh, I grabbed the, the same uh, link. I mean, uno momento, por favor. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. It's yeah. all right. It's fun, it's fun to watch that slide again. No, anyway. this is beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Depending on the matchup. I don't know what they're saying, Tom, but if you want to repeat it, go ahead. I don't know if I have to repeat it. <laughs> Now, yeah. I, 
I have to say right there, it kind of sounded like ump you suck to me. <laughs> Am I wrong about that? No, I don't think uh, so, Carl. I actually, uh, yes, you are. You are wrong, Carl. It's, oh, okay. Uh, completely, I, I completely wrong. I, I think they were actually saying Crook likes rump, which mm. is something that we've all heard about him mm. over the years anyway. Obviously, we're talking lady rump. I don't want to, I don't, I don't need John Crook looking for me anywhere. He's but, not a piazza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was, no, uh, that was beautifully played though by Crook. And then Tom McCarthy says, I don't think I have to. <laughs> uh, it, it's so perfectly in their headphones. I, I mean, I, I love it whenever they do acknowledge something like that. It's so much better than just, Pretending like you can't hear it, or right. maybe just you, you you can hear you, you can hear them cracking up at what they're hearing, or they're purposely not talking so that that message can get out there. Yeah, and uh, we'll have a clip in a little bit of uh, announcers whose jobs probably depended on them not acknowledging what the uh, the crowd is uh, chanting. Uh, we've got a, a few more baseball clips. So our, our clip number three, now this show is obviously not Sports Center. We're not going to play great clips just for the sake of seeing a great play. But uh, the call from Masson Orioles TV announcer Kevin Brown is relevant to what we're about to talk about. If we can go with clip three, it's a game-saving play Friday night in Seattle. 6-1 Norfolk win over the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Rants into center field. Hit well. Hit deep. Mullins! He got it! He, he got it! Not be oh, my gosh! He cannot have just done that! Oh. He cannot have just done that! That ball was over the fence. Yeah, that's the that's basically the part that we need. Yeah, um... By the way, that was singly one of the greatest catches I've ever seen in my entire life. And I think in the next inning, that guy hit a home run. It was an unbelievable game as that thing unfolded. But um, Kevin, Kevin Brown, he's fantastic. That guy, he sounds like a uh, um, a brighter version of um, uh, Buck, Joe Buck, you mm. know? Well, he's actually got so, a good team to to root for, finally. It's been a while, yeah. so he's probably pretty amped up this year. The Orioles are in first place. Yeah, so very good. Who would have saw that coming? Oh, I just want to thank uh, YouTube censorship. Oh, God, don't take that out of context. Uh, thank you, YouTube <laughs> censorship, for $2. The best opening theme song in podcasting, the end. Agreed, sir. Agreed. And thank you for being our first Super Chat. Yes. But, uh, you know, uh, Carl, I don't know if you know this, but... Uh, I'm fairly sure that we need to check and see if the super chats for $5 or more are working. We don't know if they're yeah, working yet. No, Cardiff but, just told me it's not working. He tried to do it. Tukey's yeah, telling me 20 bucks doesn't work. I, I don't understand what's going on. All right. Well, David Chandler, if you're watching, just yeah. uh, you give it a try and we'll, we'll see. He can usually figure uh, it out. <laughs> yeah, the tree's the one guy. Him and Nasty Al. Uh, so, look, in that clip, it's all well and good now, and we're talking about Kevin Brown. Uh, but he got a lot of attention last week, and uh, he spent some time uh, on the IL, as it were. He was suspended for what were clearly some very controversial, and, and Carl, I think some downright spicy comments that he made. If, oh, uh, yeah, this is great. I can't believe he thought he could get away with this. Guys, yeah. listen closely to the Orioles. Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series. 
here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017. The last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the no. Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. Now, is it a secret that the Orioles have been terrible for the last seven years? Did that, no one knew about this? Eric, I know you work in the world of professional sports. I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, all the time people are, are getting fired over comments that are uh, even more tame than this, right? I mean, this is some pretty outrageous stuff to talk about no. how your team was bad and is good now. <laughs> no, no, it's it's ridiculous. Um, almost as ridiculous as those fucking shirts. And uh, the, the fact that that Kevin Brown looks like he's 18 years old, too. Jesus Christ, does he need a work permit? Look at that guy. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know. Uh, I love the cartoon bird logo. Agree yeah, to disagree. I, I do, too. I mean, I like it, but uh, it's it's, it's better on uh, it's better on a hat. I agree. Well, <laughs> you know, you know, the manager wears the uniform, the third base coach, the first base coach. Why wouldn't they have the announcers just wear the full uniforms as well? Like, just go for it all. <laughs> That'd be fun. Damn. Um, no, this is this was ridiculous from the start. Uh, and and it seemed like the rest of baseball, every announcer that does this uh, was ready to jump on board and just want. I mean, this was a huge deal. Announcers don't even get pissed off when players like beat up their wives. But you if if this happens, holy shit, man, look out. The floodgates are open. Oh, he, he literally just ran through some stats. They have not had good luck down in Tampa for the last seven years. He ran through the stats, and I guess the owner, no one really knows, but he was suspended by the Orioles for this. Let me just get through some super chats real quick. YouTube censorship, five bucks. They work. Yes, they do, YouTube censorship. <laughs> That's good news. Mike cuts with 20 bucks. Is it working, Carl? Seems to be working, but you never know. You can't be uh, too careful on that. Chad's black eye coming in with five bucks. Just making sure the $5 super chat are working correctly. Love the new show. Skull boys. Cheers. Cheers to you. Chad's black eye and Ricky, 32, 25 bucks sports ball. Carl, you've betrayed your fans. We thought you were a star Wars loving nerd. Why can't it be both? Why yeah. can't it I be? I mean, come both? on. Baseball is the nerdiest of all the sports. There's That's so true. many stats and facts and historical things to remember. We, we, can you tell me? Here. Thank you for that. And can you tell me if this comes through? And then I get fucked by two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. <laughs> this is real life shit. And I'm walking that fucking walk. I got <laughs> fucked by two dudes while Still, I was walking around my neighborhood today. Still got Zumach yeah, so. on the board, huh? It was perfect. I, I, unedited. I've never, I haven't touched that. It was, that's what he said. You're going to be surprised to re- learn this. That was all a lie. Can you believe that? Chad was saying stuff, but it wasn't true. What? I know. Huh? Shocking Chad? stuff. Oh my God. I can't believe it. <laughs> all right. Before we get too far away from this, so we're still talking about this 12 year old <laughs> who was uh, getting some stats before the game. And so he was suspended and the Oriole fans yeah. are not happy about this. Yeah, but uh, this is what I alluded to earlier is the uh, the this is the uh, Orioles broadcast. So the guys who are filling in for him uh, don't comment on what they're clearly chanting. Right. Yeah. So this is the local broadcast. The guys who are taking over while he's suspended. Home run. Made it look easy. Good athletes can do that. Debo. You yeah. did. I, I think that's one of the best defensive plays in the game of baseball. 
Like going over the wall and going over making the wall, a pitcher happy? Bed. Yes. <laughs> hey, y'all has got to make you guys happy. Mateo tried to hold his swing, and he did, according to Edwin Moscoso. There's so little to talk about during a baseball game. Yep. <laughs> this would be one thing that would be interesting to talk about, and they just yeah. ignore that the entire stadium is chanting free Kevin Brown. Uh, I've, I've been in a spot where I've been suspended, yep. and then the rest of the hosts are threatened with their jobs if they speak of it. That's what happened here. Yes. I can guarantee you. It's all like, if you say anything, you are out. And I wish there was a camera in the booth so that we could see their eyes bugged out, like mouthing to each other, like, what do we do? And like, just ignore it. You know I mean? Because they're clearly like, yeah, we're going to just have to pretend we don't. E- well, I don't even have an yeah. opinion. Hey, Baltimore, or, you will never have an interesting announcer ever again. Just see it now. Right, right. <laughs> Can you imagine if they accidentally pan to there and they're not saying anything, but they're like leading the chant and <laughs> yeah. pumping their fists. <laughs> they're, <holding Yeah>. up. <laughs> they're, they're like mouthing it. Yeah, that would be funny. Well, so let's see how the Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately for the uh, Orioles front office, this game was also, it aired nationally on TBS and uh, Brian Anderson uh, did notice what they were saying. So they did comment on it at and the, the same chance time. chance of free Kevin Brown raining down the Orioles television play-by-play announcer. I love this fan base standing behind their announcer. I <laughs> don't know the story. Kevin Brown made some extremely benign comments was not even critical but somebody in upper management many believe it is the owner made a decision to take him off the air what are the chances it was kevin brown bobblehead night and that had to suck <laughs> for the organization <laughs> I, I you know the, the uh, uh, oh sorry go ahead please that's okay the the orioles broadcast forgot to show those free kevin brown signs in the <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, i'm sure that. they just didn't i'm sure they yeah. just didn't see them i'm sorry Eric, yeah. what were you gonna say no i would just every every announcer to me always sounds like brock meyer and especially in baseball <laughs> it's always like in baseball the second they get into that booth there's just hey, there's a free kevin brown uh, and they and i love how they take their time because there's so much time to fill during a game it does seem like an easy gig, doesn't it? Like I've literally heard. So usually, I, I don't watch the national games. I watch the Cubs. So they're they're just on marquee in Chicago, and they're talking about what was on the breakfast buffet that morning. <laughs> they're talking about the most innocuous crap. Of course, right. now the game's gotten a little faster, so it's a little bit better now. But it's, it seems like an easy right. gig. Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot of uh, time for your personality to shine. Uh, I, I'm a Mets fan, and uh, there's nothing better than a game that's going into extra innings when Keith Hernandez clearly has dinner reservations, <laughs> and if it gets around the 14th inning, and he's not even going to be able to, he's just so angry. <laughs> you know, he's just like, "Oh, come on already." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, well, let's uh, let's leave uh, baseball in the rearview mirror. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some regulars on this show. And, and I want to introduce to some of the non-sports fans out there, uh, he, somebody who you might know. His name's Colin Cowherd. And here, Colin gives a list of quarterbacks that have absolutely no chance of winning the Super Bowl this season. None. No chance. Let's yeah. give a listen. Colin's got some hot takes, this guy. Hot takes. I like Colin Cowherd. <laughs> And then the third category is 20 guys who are not getting to a Super Bowl and certainly not winning it. And that's everybody else. From Baker Mayfield, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Dwayne Haskins, guys, guys that are just not that, – that, Okay, spoiler. Dwayne Haskins has passed away. 
he was yeah. he was hit by a dump truck or something crossing the street. Yeah. And so why are the white people are mad? He's right. He has no chance of winning yeah. the Super Bowl. I, but yeah, exactly. I mean, look, everybody's entitled to their opinions on sports, but this is a fact. He yes. will not win a Super Bowl this year. Colin's sure. right. <laughs> there, now, there's all sorts of fucked up here because if anyone was listening and they right away heard that and went, oh, Colin then starts to trip up here, but yes. he's not tripping up because he's just announced dead guy's name. He's tripping oh, up Colin, because the graphic dead. is all fucked up. Yeah. Which right. he'll, he'll reveal that. that, that, that but that, yeah, that it says can win Super Bowls. It can't. Can't win Super Bowls. Okay? So six stars, four high-end starters, and 20 guys uh, that can't win a Super Bowl. He doesn't have the staff that he used to have, does he? Right. I'm surprised it doesn't say, like, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty Kalu. sure Johnny Unitas isn't going to win a Super Bowl this year, but uh, don't quote Jesus me on that. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Whoops. Steve McNair. <laughs> well, it was it was quarterbacks God. drafted since 2013, so someone just grabbed the entire list and subtracted the guys yep. that Colin likes and went, this is it. Like, damn it. Not a good move. Uh, by the way, they did uh, they did take that out of the uh, the replay and the archived version of the show. Oh. So uh, some so Colin Cowherd is somebody that we might not be the only ones focused on. Uh, there there are right. some great sites that collect his, uh, his mishaps. Well, you know, that's right, because... When that ended, did he go, hey, guys, that graphic was all fucked up. And then they're like looking side eye at each other because that's not even the biggest problem with that. The fact that he just announced <laughs> right. dead guy has no, no chance to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Who's going to tell Colin, you know? Um. So, uh, sorry, I thought we were going to read the new member, but then Phil it was Riley gone. Phil Riley is a new member. Thank Phil you, Riley. Phil Riley. Much appreciated. I was going to say, my joke wasn't that fucking bad, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted no, I, I opened my mouth to say the name of the new member, and then it was gone. So uh, I was like, so I, I, I pulled what we like to call a cow herd. Uh, let's uh, let's go on to our, our next clip. I don't, uh, I don't watch much tennis, but my understanding in tennis is that it's supposed to be quiet while they're playing. And unfortunately, at the Canadian Open over the weekend, uh, it was not quiet. In fact, it was, uh, it was the opposite of quiet. Oh wow. Cotton Eye Joe just came on mid rally. Oh wow. Are we I, I mean, be professional here. You can't play through Cotton Eye Joe by the Rednecks. Right. It, but, I mean, but, it's a it's such a distraction that that man in the umpire booth has a stern look on his face. <laughs> uh, but why is Cotton Eye Joe even queued up at a tennis stadium? I was wondering the you same know, thing. I, Do they play that between matches? <laughs> I, I, I remember it used to be at Yankee Stadium back in the day. Maybe it still is. And, and that sort of makes sense. But Where's uh, the yeah, fucking I, uh, Gary Glitter and uh, yeah. play me some mountain music by uh, Alabama? <laughs> So, yeah. fun fact but, about me, I owned this disc, this uh, CD, the Rednecks, and it had a couple bangers on it. By the way, isn't it, it. it Rednecks with two X's on the end? I think just the one X, but it's, not, it's definitely oh, okay. not spelled Sorry. correctly. But <laughs> yeah. they had some bangers on there. I mean, if you want to talk about the best techno bluegrass band of all time, it might be them. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> oh, and we're, and we're made worse because you just threw it out there. <laughs> Uh, our next clip is uh, one that uh, Eric brought to us. Uh, so I don't know if you want to uh, set up a former Heisman Trophy and also yeah. former detective from the police squad, uh, all, you know, also known as Detective Norbert. 
Hello, uh, Twitter world. This is uh, yours truly. <laughs> so one of the things you'll notice about the juice is he's getting so old, his eyes are pointing down like droopy dog. Okay. You'll notice that. And even though we now have the end of the Henry Ruggs III drama, he was the former first-round draft pick from Alabama to the Raiders. And then a horrible incident, speeding at 160 miles an hour, smashes into a woman, car bursts into flames, her car. She dies. Her dog dies. It's terrible. He's going to prison for extended time. But the juice isn't going to focus on that. He's going to use the sentencing of Henry Ruggs III to put it back on him about the injustice that he has received. Oh, my God. Correct. The juice always makes it about the juice, which is why I I really do love him. Hey, X-World, it's me, yours truly. (laughs) He's saying X-World now. God damn it, you didn't pick up on that. That's amazing. I had no idea when I watched the clip. I didn't notice that either. He's the only guy that says X. I'm still saying Twitter. I'm still, all right. Hello, X-World, it's me, Droopy Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, X-World, it's me, yours truly. Now, I know I went to college on a football scholarship. But somehow this map is not adding up to me. You're driving a car at roughly 160 miles an hour on a public street and end up killing a girl and her dog, and you get three to 10 years. You go to a hotel room that you're invited to to retrieve your own personal stolen property property I now have because it was ruled to be mine by the state of California. Just saying. And you get nine to 33 years. Same courthouse, same city, same state. I don't know. Somehow it just does not add up to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think, I think uh, it says, you know what? same courthouse, same city, same state. Like, no, we had that at courthouse. I understand. <laughs> right. The uh, only you know difference what, uh, is, the only difference what, is, I killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that a jury should have found that uh, Nicole Brown uh, was entitled to keep her head attached to her body. But uh, I guess the juice felt differently, allegedly. He did get screwed. Now, obviously, he did get screwed in that sentencing. But... After you get away with murder, stop breaking the law. There's yeah. no more law breaking for you. You just got away with murder. Right. Now you got to coast. Oh, that's fantastic. And he's still got a handsome smile, too. Look at it. Check out the juice. Nice teeth him. and everything. If if I ran into the juice on the golf course, I would 100% ask him for a selfie, and I'd give him a hug, and I'd share the picture with you guys and be like, yeah, but look, I met OJ. Well, I, think, I think we all would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, he's come back around. And and here's the thing. Um, uh, people that are my kids' age, they all watch The People versus OJ. Mm-hmm. They finish watching that, not understanding that whole case the way we did. So they're like, man, I can't believe that happened to OJ. They're like, um, they're like Team OJ. All you, a whole new generation of people love the juice, you know? Well, I will say... Because, you know, I'm a Bills fan. I go to Bills games every year. His name has been up on the, the wall of fame in the stadium for decades. They never took it down. No. That, that yeah, has stayed my, up on that wall this entire time. My, 
My wife went to USC, and when we'd go to the football games, he, his jersey's still there. Yeah, they, they're, awesome. they're not taking it down. Yeah, Fuck it. they should bring him back for like a special <laughs> juice day. You know, he should start doing Hertz commercials again at this. Yeah, come on. No one gives a shit that he murdered those two people. Fuck those guys. It was so long ago. Get over it, everyone. All right, let's move on to our next segment of the day. Can you dig it? I think so. Well, the uh, Who Are These Talk Shows segment is going to be a little light for uh, the next couple weeks because uh, apparently we launched a show commenting on broadcasters when The View is on like a month-long hiatus. But don't worry. (laughs) Instead of a clip from The View, uh, we have our clip 10, which is Roseanne Barr talking about The View and talking about Whoopi Goldberg with Carl's friend, Alex Stein. And this is from Roseanne's podcast. Yeah, and I uh, covered Roseanne's new podcast, I think on the Drew and Mike show. And it's a very weird show. The dynamic between her and her son, they don't really know each other very well at all. And also, I'll just set it up this way. Whenever Roseanne is on here, I want some of this. She is (laughs) out of it. She looks like she's having a good time. Disney, I was there only number one show in 15 fucking years. He canceled me over a tweet where as Whoopi goes on every day going, kill the Jews. I know, and she's a allegedly. fake Jew. Her she, name's she, Goldberg. And then she, did her son just say allegedly? Whoopi goes on and says, fake kill Jew. the Jews. And he goes, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> Either she says it or she doesn't. <laughs> About Disney, I was their only number one show in 15 fucking years. They canceled me over a tweet where as Whoopi goes on every day going, kill the Jews. I know, and she's a fake Jew. Her name's Goldberg. And that she's purposely picked that so people would think that she was Jewish. I know, but she ain't no Jew. Did anyone think Whoopi was Jewish? Sorry, moving on. I'm always like a show. Her last name's Goldberg. Don't get me started on that fat-ass bitch. She's wearing a size 22. But what's the deal with Ted Danson and her? How did they? That couldn't have been. I'm not even going to go there. I know, but I'm going Wait, you don't know. That was a legitimate relationship, wasn't it? Yes, they were in love. And he did blackface at a rose. Well, she yeah. told him to. Yeah, it was but I don't even think oh. blackface. I guess she's going there. Is that a big deal, though? Like, I thought it was Well, hilarious. she thought yeah. it was funny, and then the next day she turns on him. She told him to do it and wrote the jokes, and the next day she fucking turns on him. When he got backlash? They're fucking psychos. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that she turned yeah, on him. Yeah, she was leading that. Oh, she was sitting there and laughing, because they don't film it at the fire truck, but they had, for, the fire's, whatever it's called. Fire's club. She yeah. Fire's club. Fire's but they, they were talking about how she was laughing the whole time. She had the best time about i think that if it was just her alone i might actually enjoy this i the the other two i can't stand but she's a train wreck she's fun to watch oh no she's definitely fun to watch yes we're I think she out. should still have a guest, and uh, I, I, I have nothing negative to say about primetime Alex Stein, but uh, yeah, her son should not eat. I mean, you know, if, if he wants to, like, research guests and, you know, sit off mic, <laughs> that's fine, but I don't think he which should Which one's Alex? I don't know who the fuck these people are. Who, which, which one's Alex? The bald guy or the guy with hair? Uh, that's the, the very handsome gentleman who uh, uh, is... Uh, okay. There he is. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, yeah, when, when she's ranting like that, I mean, that is... Uh, this is uh, proof that she doesn't give a fuck about anything. And that's, to yeah. me, good for the world. That's I agree. great. I want her tweeting whatever she wants to tweet on Ambien. Oh. I want her just going off, and we'll see how long she lasts on YouTube. And I'll just say real quick, Eric, just to, to let you know, um, I sat 
at the same table as this guy at Chrissy Mayer's wedding. We're, we're pretty good buddies. So just oh, FYI, I, I just that, you know, before you start doing all the Alex Stein bashing over there. So I, I didn't say anything there. more than, than I just wanted her alone. You yeah, know, just, just look at him and think skinny Tucker Carlson. That's all you need oh, to know fuck. about Alex. Carl's okay. censoring me. Fuck that shit and fuck <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Vinny Wap. That's a young Vinny Paulino right there. Two bucks. Love the new show, boys. Keep it up. And then I guess Vinny's watching, too, because he says, hey. Hey. Well, if you want to give two bucks, <laughs> there was something in here that somebody wrote that I can't read that made me laugh. So good job. She's high as a shoelie. I mean a kite, but that wasn't the word. <laughs> See what I mean? Ev uh, Rocky says, worst episode ever. That is correct, sir. $5. Thank you very much for that. It's our first episode. First yes. episode ever. So it, it's, it's the best and worst episode ever. All right, guys, uh, this, this so is the clip that I've been excited to play this entire time. Just I'm just going to set it I'm up so that glad way. I'm so glad you're excited. Yeah, because yes. uh, Sherry Shepard is a distinguished alumni from The View, and uh, she's had a, she has an afternoon show, uh, which basically is Wendy Williams' show, which if only we'd been doing this show three, four years ago when mm-hmm. Wendy Williams was still on. But uh, we'll, we'll have to soldier on and... Uh, yeah, Sherry Shepard had a segment called Can You Wig It? And uh, I guess, Carl, you can wig it because you seem to have enjoyed it. This is fantastic. Last. I could watch this all day. Our last one comes from a woman in Florida who thought her wig was secured enough for a slingshot ride at an amusement park. But she was wrong. <laughs> Take a look. <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. That wig flew into the air and landed on somebody's windshield. Somebody in that parking lot is like, wait a minute, is it raining wigs? Is there a writer's strike? Is that what happened just now? What the fuck was that joke? That was it yeah. started off with a fucking Sanford and Son reference. Very no one got that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody got that there. I would actually love it to see if there's a guy holding a cue card that says, What? Is it raining wigs there? So that it's actually somebody's breaking the writer's strike so that she doesn't miss a joke like that. Is that the ride that that uh a couple years ago that uh, black hodor came flying out of it and, oh, I don't uh, know. and crashed? You know what I'm talking about? The, there was like a three hundred. There was like a three hundred pound guy who yeah, shouldn't he, have been on a ride. It, yeah, it might he was be like, the same ride. He was a giant. He was like six foot eight, three fifty, and they they couldn't even get the thing over his neck. And they and then the next thing you know, he comes ever whatever. Uh, Let's find that video, that for, Eric. That sounds like a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see if we can find that one for next week, Eric. The, I, I was convinced the chick on the left was going to throw up. By the way, she ke- keeps yeah. her hand on her face like that. But uh, no, just some good old fashioned wig flying fun. I will say that prior to the wig starting to move, I couldn't tell who was wearing a wig. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you think about it. Uh, they they both look pretty good. I I didn't know who had the actual wig on. Well, Sherry Shepard is certainly wearing a wig. And yeah. It, earlier in the segment, she refers to the fact that hey, these are expensive. She points to her and she she was telling one of the other subjects of a video, like you know, you, you got to use these clips, and she took them out. So she's not pretending, at least. Okay. At least she's up right. about it. Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna go on record. And Christian does a lot of the prep for this show and preparing the clips that we look at. I can watch black women lose their wigs all day. So this is a recurring bit. I'm fine with that. 
You write so, that down. Somehow I feel like somehow I feel like Cardiff has a new drop of Carl right there. <laughs> I can watch that. I can watch it all day. All right, let's head over to uh, Kelly and Mark. Yeah, so, some of us still think of this show as Regis and Kathy Lee, but uh, that's a few generations removed from that. But uh, yeah, so Kelly and Mark had uh, Snooky from the Jersey Shore on to uh, talk about uh, her daughter's viewing habits. Our daughter, who's 22 now, um, recently discovered the original Jersey seasons Shore. of Jersey Shore. Mm, sorry, and girl. she's oh. been watching. <laughs> she can't get it oh. out. She's like, have you ever heard of this show, Jersey Shore? Yeah. And I'm like, what are well, you All the kids about? are watching it yes. now. Yeah. yeah. It's like, re, it's a whole new generation. And it's scary because my daughter's on TikTok, and I try and, like, Ugh. you know, like, advise, like, you know what she's watching like make sure she's not watching anything bad but Get of course i know but she sees old episodes of me and she's like mom what are you doing here and it's like me drunk on the beach like getting arrested play acting. i'm just like eh. mommy's yeah. play acting. i said i'm acting yeah yeah, yeah. all right i got a question and for you what? guys can't get it now she's f mary kill what do you got <sighs> i'm gonna fuck the dude <laughs> i was gonna say yeah. i'm killing snooki <laughs> yeah and and uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, Kelly has been on that show for like 25 years. So uh, yeah, I would definitely marry Kelly. Yeah, because, she's got some money. Uh, she'll take care of me. Yeah, yeah she'll take care of me. Bank. And yeah, and and uh, if I need to, I'll kill Snooky twice. I think. <laughs> and oh. uh, yeah, I mean, look at look at Mark. I mean, he's yeah. he's in the tightest pair of pants you've ever seen. Uh, oh, I, I think, I'll close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah, dude look at that you can. In that clip, you can actually see right where it's frozen, a wad of dick right there. <laughs> you can see it. We're all getting too excited. Let me just slow things down. I'll read a couple super chats. The Dude Minds 89, five bucks. Love the new podcast. Love you. Thank you for the support. I appreciate that. And then Flashy Vic with two pounds. Did Mr. Blatt say he'll open his mouth for members? It's true. I, I will. Think he did. But I think for he did two say pounds. That. Two pounds, I'm only going to spit. Uh, you have to give me at least 12 pounds if you want me to swallow. Well, let's check the current exchange rate before we make any yeah, rash decisions. <laughs> uh, but my question from that clip for both of you guys uh, is, which is worse parenting? Letting your kid watch Jersey Shore when mm -hmm. you're Snooky or being Snooky and having a child in the first place? Ooh. That's a tough one. I, I right was there. thinking it right when you said it, uh, <laughs> allowing her to breed. I mean, yeah. uh, isn't there if you have because uh, it looks like she still has fetal alcohol syndrome. Her eyes are like one <laughs> inch apart. So I don't know if that affects when she actually has children, if the kid has FAS, but I don't know. It's, it's pretty dangerous. In my Who's going to be on tomorrow's reality shows if these Jersey Shoreans aren't breeding? <laughs> hey, that's a, sh that's a show. Get the kids of these yes. mongoloids and put them all together. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? MTV's coming <laughs> back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, uh, another favorite on our show is going to be uh, Piers Morgan. Now, I know things didn't really work out for him on CNN here in the States, but he's still uh, a wildly popular and respected broadcaster in the UK. And I have to say, I really like the way he handles his guests. Uh, but in this clip, our, our 13th clip, keep in mind uh, that this show is called Piers Morgan Uncensored. Uh, so uh, let's let's see uh, how Piers responds to a guest who he feels like. Uh, and then there's No More Royals, who did a banner drop, uh, chanting, can I swear? I just did. Uh, the king, feed the hungry, because that's what we want to talk about, right? 
uh, you know what? This you know is what, outrageous. For a very, they've, they've done this. You know what, Riz? For a bright young woman who's getting a very good, expensive education, you do behave like a complete foul-mouthed idiot. You don't do yourself any favours. Why do you think coming on a show like this and just repeatedly using the F word, why do you think that makes you look any better? Yeah, I did apologise for that. You've I done did apologise for that in advance, but um, that was what we said. Three okay. times. Yeah, uh, F the king. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to censor it. Yeah. Uh, F the king. Yeah. You can pause um, it uh, there. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, the show is called Piers Morgan Uncensored, but I guess the word uncensored means something different in the UK because they did. Uh, I uh, went to this, I, I guess it's surprising. Real quick, Christian, I got to yeah, tell yeah. this anecdote that you just said that. I went to this punk rock festival called Anarchy Camp. And <laughs> when you get driving to Anarchy Camp in this RV that we had, the police go through the RV and check every nook and cranny for drugs and anything that might be fun. And there's a limit on how much beer you can bring in. And they check every time you're walking into the festival and back out again. It's fucking Anarchy Camp! Yeah. No, False it's, advertising. That sounds, that sounds like the anarchy that the Sex Pistols sang about. <laughs> definitely, know? definitely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I have too much fun over here, guys. <laughs> so, so he's all wound up about the fucking F word. While who's this other asshole? Is that Gavin from Bush? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he's uh, he's on a kick about uh, people who are protesting, I guess, uh, oil usage in the UK. And uh, they do that by uh, stopping traffic, which means, of okay. course, that people have to sit in their car longer and use more oil. So, uh, you know, I, I might agree with uh, peers on some of these points, but sure. uh, I think the big surprise was uh, he referred to the the guest that we saw. Uh, he said that you're a bright young woman. So, look, we learn something every day. <laughs> well, I have to say, because you, you the way you introduced this, when Piers Morgan took over for Larry King and complained about guns every night on U.S. television, I was a bit annoyed with him. But yeah. ever since he's been calling out Meghan Markle, and like, exposing her for what she really is. I'm like, right, I kind of like this guy now. He's kind of fun. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And the fact that he's apparently motivated because he tried to fuck her years ago and she wasn't interested, I, it makes me like him even more. You know, I, I like when people, when things get personal, you know. So it's kind of like the dynamic between Centering John and the Lisa Jordana. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Almost exactly. I'm going to slip one in here real quick, gentlemen, because Eric sent this over right before the show. We might need a new jingle for this. Uh, Eric Zane laughs at tragedy for some reason because he <laughs> sent this over. He seemed to, to really enjoy this story from uh, CBS. Yeah, he LOL'd. Okay, let's see if everyone else enjoys it as much as he did. Enjoying her birthday, floating on the Jefferson River with two of her best friends, when a group of otters attacked them without warning. Jeff Ewald, executive director of Zoo Montana, says this type of attack from river otters is okay, very rare. Okay, hold it, hold it, hold it. Look at, look at how cute those fucking <laughs> things are. They're I'm so not kidding. Oh, I love them forever. If they come up burying their teeth, I'm just going to uh, try to snuggle them, for God's sake. I, I'll look tell you them. another quick anecdote. We were down at our new house in Florida, and right on the canal there in our backyard, there's this giant piece of shit. And so I asked the guy who knows the area really well, I go, what kind of animal would shit like that? He goes, that's oh, probably an otter shit. I was like, yeah, that's so yeah, exciting. There's yeah, otters there back go. here. That's amazing. <laughs> They're typically a pretty reclusive animal. It's why you just, you don't see them that often when you're out and about. The only time you're going to see them get aggressive is if they're protecting young. So if the parents feel like you're getting too close to their young, they're going to obviously do everything they can to protect them. 
Royce was able to fight off the otters enough to swim to shore where the animals left her oh. alone. But she and her friends were separated oh, no. on different sides of the river. One was stranded on a rock in the water, still fending off the attacking animals. Ewalt says if you do find yourself a target of an otter attack, here's what you should do. The best thing to do Hug is em. fight Kiss back, <laughs> really. You're bigger, but you got to remember otters, they're crafty, they're smart, but... Because the best thing you can do is fight back. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would think so, sir. Thank you for that yeah, advice. I appreciate yeah. it. I they, they seem like... Um, like a, like you could get a hold of like a t their tail yeah. and bat bash them together, <laughs> you know. It seems like to some degree, I think I would fare pretty well yeah. against a number of yeah. those motherfuckers. His face you know? ain't pretty no more. No, I would fuck up. I mean, I would I would be happy to see it, but the second it starts chewing my fucking face off, I'm gonna slaughter that fucker. They have well, the judging from all the, the Looney Tunes that I've seen, those are those kind of tales where you can pick them up and just swing them in the air and then be yes. able to hit another precisely, one. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. So if you're able to get out of that water, that in most cases are going to help <laughs> you guy. obviously ward off any kind of attack like that. So just be mindful, move out of their way, and just move on. The women had one working phone Jesus. between them, and they were able to contact authorities. But due to the remote location of the attack, it was difficult for rescuers to locate the group. It was a little less than an hour until they arrived, and Royce said she was on the verge of passing out from her relief in her Facebook post once help was there. She was then flown to Bozeman de Canes, where her friends were taken and treated as well. The women all received several rounds of rabies and tetanus shots, and Royce was stitched oh, up and taken in for facial shit. surgery. Look at her! Wow! She looks like fucking Chris Draper! She got <laughs> I, I can say shit. that uh, I'm really glad that I saw that clip uh, this week and not last week when I sent my kids to zoo camp at the L.A. Zoo and I got uh, up close with the animals. Uh, you know, I might have uh, been like, uh, let's uh, let's skip the uh, the visit to the otter tank. Hey, where are oh. you kids going? We're going to zoo camp, Dad. OK, see you in a couple of weeks. They're Why'd you take my you. weed? They're yeah. lying. Why do you need my weed at zoo camp? <laughs> You seem like you'd be a pushover as a father. I like that about you. 100%. Kids have a lot of fun, I, I would imagine. CMOS 4044 with five euros. Monday creep off, Tuesday broadcasters, Wednesday podcast, Thursday socials, Saturday, Sunday podcast, five shows a week. That's a daily show. Congrats, Carl. You've gone daily. It's about time. It's about time. People need more of me. Uh, Rumpled Trench Co., a Colombo podcast, five bucks. What is that piece of ish neat me? Hmm. Prevents it stuttering, John. What is that piece of ish neat me? I, I assume near me. So, like, he didn't want to write out shit. And then neat is probably a typo. So, I'm supposed to say, what is that piece of shit near me? <clears throat> but I don't get the prevents stuttering, John. But. It could also, I could be saying things I don't even know that I'm saying. That happens quite oh, often. Yeah. With yeah. these super yeah. chats, they get a little yeah, clever the, the, sometimes. The, yeah. The, the Proud Boys just marched in formation around Rochester. Oh, what fuck, you said. I knew it. Remember when Brett Favre did that on like cameo or some shit? There was no. Oh, I got. I got to dig that one up. Jesus. Christ. Yeah, that might that might be a uh, broadcasting hall of fame, even if it was only on cameo. But uh, you know, good times there. And then we got Ice Wallow Come. All right, so there's a good example with uh, five pounds. Carl, uh, Carl, do you Carl you pecka sucker? All right. Do we, uh, have Carl? I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. All right. Moving on to the next uh, feature here. Yeah, we're moving on to pundits. Folks out there need to listen up, mainly because here comes who are these pundits? 
we've, we're going to only have one clip uh, in this uh, segment, but it, it's a little bit of a long one, and it's kind of an Inception-style clip because we're going to react to a clip where the hosts are reacting to another clip. But I think it's all worth it, and it's a perfect summation of what this show can be. So you're going to see a clip from the Young Turks. They're a very far-left broadcasting outlet, and uh, maybe some of you agree with what they have to say. And you're going to hear a clip from Alex Jones, which I know from comments I made on Who Are These Podcasts, a lot of you agree with what Alex Jones has to say. Uh, and uh, I think everybody's going to agree it's a funny clip. Uh, the only real loser, I think, is uh, comedy when we get to Jenk Junger's uh, yeah. improv skills. But they, they do get on. Alex Jones bad on this one. Well, I, I don't know <laughs> if he's going to know what hit him after this sick bird right here. It's a sick guy. All right, so let's play that back one more time um, to see the living creature that basically stole the show during Trump's interview with uh, Eric Bowling. There's a fly on his face. A fly landed on his face for so, like, maybe a second. So this kind of stuff happens time to time. Oh and while God. it's fun to like joke around about it, you know this has happened with like the little gnats in the studio with us, right? Oh, no <laughs> way. No way. It only happens to the bad guys. Uh, in fact, um, so look, a fly lands on him. What's the guy supposed to do? Uh, but no, apparently it means something very awful. That's why I want to go to the Alex Jones. We have a lot of videos for you guys on flies. This is very important. Topic. Very important. Very important. Mm -hmm. I want to go to the Alex Jones video because he's going to tell us it's import. Let's listen in. Folks, let me just tell you something. If the media wants to go with this, that's fine. There are dozens of videos and photos of Obama having flies land on him indoors at all times of year, and he'll be next to 100 people and no one has flies on him. Hillary reportedly, I mean, I always told people around her that they think she's demon possessed, okay? I'm just going to go ahead and say it, okay? Now, here's my question for you, and I'll let it play a little bit longer. But sure. why would the, the flies go anywhere near these lizard people? It seems very counterintuitive to me. Think you'd want to avoid well, Hillary? Yeah, the lizards would want to eat the fucking right. fly. You think Hillary? They'd want to avoid Hillary Clinton and Obama, right. but all right. I also want to know scared. who are the people in Hillary Clinton's orbit that uh, that are you know confiding in Alex Jones. You know, is it uh, Anthony Weiner's ex-wife? Is like, yeah, Alex, yeah, yeah. I gotta let you know. I'm pretty sure she's demon possessed. I knew it. He's got a lot of moles on the inside. <laughs> this one, I'm sure. <laughs> That's why when I see her, when kids are by her, I actually get scared myself. For the child. I mean, you that big rubber face and that. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, this woman is dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. That's I'm telling you. She is a demon. <laughs> this is biblical. She's going to launch a nuclear war. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, look, I, I don't know. I, I can't help but laugh as I, I've heard, now heard that clip three times and every time I literally LOL. So uh, he's just gonna say it, guys. He's just gonna say it. You should just say it. Uh, he's possessed by, she's possessed by demons. That's why flies landed on her and Obama. And you just saw it with Trump. <gasps> oh my God, Alex Jones. Mm -hmm. It turns out Donald Trump is possessed by demons. Oh my, oof. I can't wait for Alex Jones to tell his audience this. I'm sure he's gonna be right on top of it because if Alex Jones is one thing, He's principled. First of all, he sounds drunk. Yeah. I mean, he actually sounds intoxicated. And uh, he should be selling like fucking Rita's water ice uh, <laughs> on the goddamn shore. That's what I think this guy should be doing. And then uh, all of this, all the time that they've spent on it, and no one's really said anything funny. It's all a big, it's like in the right. writer's meeting, where's the actual joke in all of this? Right. You know? 
Well, when, Eric, when you we did say establish the writers are on strike, so, when you, you have know. to say that I LOL'd every time, right after watching it, it's like I just noticed you didn't LOL that time. <laughs> so what do you mean? I think you're lying. Fuck, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but, pretty sick uh, burn though. I don't know if uh, Alex Jones has recovered. I'm not sure. He's like yeah, he's like sue me that... for one trillion dollars. That's fine. <laughs> I just can't have Seg burning me like this. This is terrible. I think uh, I think that uh, we're going to probably uh, have the opportunity to share a lot of clips of uh, the Young Turks uh, and their uh, network. Uh, Listen, we want show. people to watch the show, Christian. Please, yeah. that's not that's not a good way to tease future episodes with the Young Turks. Well, somebody in the chat liked the chick who was talking. Said that uh, her ass was juicy, so <laughs> okay, you know, that good. might be the reason. That might be the reason enough to use it. Mongo with twenty dollars. I don't know why everyone says Eric Zane sucks. He's not that bad. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to say. I even tweeted that earlier today. Carl's been saying that to me for two weeks, and I, I don't see it yet. But uh, I might come around. <laughs> we'll He's see. not that bad. <laughs> And that's going right on uh, Eric's LinkedIn. I guarantee you'll oh, see it on his profile shit. page. Not God damn it. He's not that bad. Co- according to Mongo. Shitty, but... <laughs> Thank you for the $20, Mongo. Thank you, Mongo. That's very sweet of you. And guys, let's not all start Super Chain just to show on Eric Zane. Let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be very rude. That would be very uh, we rude. Know the, we know that the YouTube audience is very polite. Very but, sensitive. Uh, Very sensitive. Hopefully they're ready for uh, who are these politics? A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics? Now that's some production right there. What do you think about that imaging, Zane? I like the time. The other ones are like five minutes long. That one's excellent. <laughs> yeah, one's short. Well, the, the, the chat really likes that that. Uh, sweeper didn't mention Eric's name. So, oh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> it's already begun. Uh, so, our, our first clip here, I was thinking about, uh, I guess it's clip 18. Uh, I was thinking about how I'm going to really miss both of these people in this clip. Uh, Chuck Todd's retiring from Meet the Press, Aww. and Mike Pence is like weeks away from retiring from politics. But this clip that we have, it's from the weekend, and it, it's kind of a master class in, uh, you know, you have the one guy who tries not to let you get away with refusing to answer a question, but no matter what, the other guy's not really going to give you the answer you want. Uh, and uh, I think the real star of this clip for our visual audience is the pen. You'll see that uh, Chuck Todd has a pen here. So uh, I think that's my takeaway from all of this. Do you consider yourself a MAGA Republican? I'm incredibly proud of what we did in the Trump-Pence administration for four years, and uh, you better believe it. In those four years, uh, after after eight years of the slowest recovery since the Great Depression, eight years of an, under Barack Obama and Joe Biden that saw military cuts that hollowed out our military, eight years of liberals on our courts, uh, under the Trump-Pence administration with the support of MAGA Americans, we, we, we literally did make a... What a dynamic personality. Jesus yep. Christ, Pence. We put everyone to sleep. All right, sorry. America great. But he's, like, I mean, he is answering the question. He's answering, yes, I am. I give him, I, I think he is, isn't he? I, I, he's I, literally I, said, I, I'm proud of what we did in those four years when he was in the administration that he's describing, he's asking him about, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear the word yes, though, but uh, and, right. and neither no. does Chuck. Right, Chuck N- neither Chuck that. nor his pen seemed to hear the okay. word yes. Yeah. Make America great. Do you feel again like you're a MAGA Republican that, or not? That pandemic struck and. <laughs> oh. 
Look, I, look, I, I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order. I've always said that. Yeah. People who know me know those are my values, those are my ideals, and uh, I really believe that uh, I, the agenda that I've always been about, right. that I'm looking forward to making, I, taking to that debate stage, is the agenda that will bring this country all the way back. And believe it or not. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that was supposed to be some type of gotcha. Now, this was the vice president. <laughs> For the president who made up Make America Great Again. So I'm not sure how this is a gotcha in any way. And can I just say, is it crazy? It's one of the least controversial slogans before all of a sudden the left made it seem like it was this racist thing. It's one of the, the least controversial slogans I've ever heard from a campaign before. Make America Great Again. It's like, who's, who's against that? I'm confused. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. It just, but it just works because when I say MAGA, yeah, we all have a, we all have a picture the same way when the other side says woke. You know, woke! I mean, we've all, woke. Everybody's got the fucking word. <laughs> hey, Eric, we talked about it. This is a non-woke show. Come yeah. on, <laughs> don't go, don't go triggering people with that woke talk over there. <laughs> oh, that question is so obnoxious, though. Chuck yeah. Todd oh, totally. sucks. He does, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm sure whoever they replace him with is uh, going to uh, be just as talented, and I, sure. I'm sure it'll be another white guy. Well, uh, yeah. and, and you know, ahead. I think I think he should have. I mean, once he didn't answer it, rather than interrupting him and fidgeting in his fucking chair, he should have just let him say what he wanted and say, "Okay, so you're not really answering," and then move on instead of acting like an asshole while he's trying to talk. Right. Yeah, no, I think the the great uh, Tim Russert would have uh, just turned his head and started watching the Bills game and ignored whatever Pence was saying. So. Also, Rest I would have peace. done that, too. I also would yeah. have done that. <laughs> exactly. Sounds like a good uh, strategy. So uh, we've got uh, one more political clip. Uh, and uh, here, uh, two of our great minds, uh, Kamala Harris, basically explains to Al Sharpton that uh, all of her supporters are are kind of losers. Uh, so give a listen and, and, and uh, hear her explanation. Are you concerned about turnout, especially among blacks uh, in the election? You hear these polls, are you concerned about that? I am always concerned about turnout, whatever election we are talking about. Because let us, in a moment where we thank everybody for what they did to turn out in 2020, appreciate that it takes an effort to turn out to vote. People have things to do. They have obligations. If somebody's working two or three jobs, if they've got you know, a bunch of children and they need to worry about who's gonna take care of the kids while they go vote, or there are, people have obligations every day, but the people who, especially the people who have most at stake in the election, are often the people who, who least have the luxury of taking time out of their day to do something that is not an immediate obligation. Now, yeah, the, doesn't it sound like she's happened? giving them I, an out right there? And she, she's like, yeah. no, I, I hope they vote for me, but, you know, if they're busy that day, they got better things yeah. to do, I get it. Look, I know that the people who would vote for me have too many kids and they're way too busy to vote. Uh, it's fine. We get it. You're not going to come out. It's all right. You know, we've, we've got a plan if you don't show up to vote anyway. Right. So don't you worry about us. I always uh, struggle when they talk too much. Like when she's answering there, she's, there's no way she's going to do anything like a brief answer. It's right. always like she's been trained just to go on and on and on with horrible details and not really and just kind of dance around it. It's one of my big pet peeves. Well, I have to say, 
Kamala Harris might not be the world's greatest vice president, but she is up there. And this is my favorite. I just want to hear her talking about the conflict in Ukraine. This is my favorite thing that she has said. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. Is there anything in the Constitution oh. we can kick her out of office for that sentence right there? <laughs> uh, that was uh, uh, less profound than fucking green eggs and ham. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Can you back up to the beginning of that clip and look at how little Sharpton has become? I think he's oh, like three foot two. He's just sh- yeah. he's shrinking. What a little yeah, buddy he- there. <laughs> Oh yeah, my he, God! He, he used to look like 1998 Tracy Morgan, you know, and and now oh. it's uh, yeah. I thought Jim Henson but, had passed away, but he still built these things. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but awesome. actually, Sharp Sharpton is the reason why I was so excited to come across this clip because I literally had no idea that he was still broadcasting, and maybe some people in our audience didn't even know that MSNBC was still broadcasting. But the fact that Sharpton is still on it sets me up for possibly two of my at least two of my top 10 favorite clips of all time for our uh, broadcasting might have happened a long long time ago but let's discuss with carl and christian who are these moments in broadcasting history uh now some of you might have actually heard especially this first one i think uh uh jim norton and sam roberts used to use it as this montage at the beginning of the show but uh it's still it's still great both of these clips i think speak for themselves uh so let's just dive into uh clip 20 where uh al is uh trying to give a a tribute to a dear friend of his yeah this is a classic so in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. And the next time you get a black woman and a beagle confused, remember this. All right. So he literally pulled the thing. The Simpsons writers came up with this for Homer, (laughs) who's supposed to be the biggest buffoon in the world. And Al Sharpton literally just did that. I'm a college man. I won't need my high school diploma anymore. I am too smart. I am too smart. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. At least Homer noticed that he <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah. He did He did correct it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Max Brengel with two uh, bucks says, her administration is why people are working three jobs. Boom. Take that, Harris. Damn. <laughs> Got her good. Roasted. Roasted. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and our uh, our final uh, Broadcasting Hall of Fame clip is uh, it, it was a regular drop that we would use on the old Dennis Miller show. Uh, once this happened, uh, you, you would probably hear this three, four times a week. Uh, it is Al Sharpton maybe having a mishap with the teleprompter. And I do want to say, I've heard this clip a bunch of times. They play it on no agenda a lot, too. Um, I've been there. This is where... You say the wrong thing, you lose your place, and your mouth just starts making fucking noises because you're just trying to get through it. This is, this actually makes me tense up inside. Yeah, no, it it might have happened to me at the beginning of the show. (laughs) So, yeah, I get it. Tonight is the measure of whether the country begins in the state of Wisconsin a national drive to push back or whether we have more to go. 
will a movement of resistance, but resist we much, we must, and we will much about that be committed. <laughs> That's a rough God one right there. Damn. Wow. It was like uh, when, when a person it takes a long time for them to fall when they start to trip. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like slow motion. That's fantastic. <laughs> Oh, I guess I pronounced Vinny's name wrong before when he gave us a $2 super chat. Here's another one from Dinny Safatwap. Vinny Safatwap. <laughs> Did you say Dinny the first time? Vinny Safatwap. Don't mispronounce my name. It's rude. You're right. That is rude. I apologize for that. Is that a sock account from Tukey? It seems like it. Uh, the narrative there fits into what Tukey's Interesting. Interesting. Can I get a forensic mm-hmm. accountant on this, please? <laughs> I do need to know what's going on there. Guys, I have a, a kicker for us today. I have a, a little bonus. And I'm taking credit for it, but actually this came in from one uh, Eric Zane. And we have uh, a little <laughs> local news. Others imitate We appreciate it. I can let you set this one up, Eric, since you found Thank it. Thank you. Thank you, Carl. Uh, over the weekend, there was a air show in Michigan, and the the story is a uh, regular citizen actually had a 1981 MiG, like a Russian MiG, mm-hmm. and he and his buddy were in the air show, the pilot and co-pilot. This is the plane that was in Top Gun, you know, the first one. So they're flying it through, and they fuck it up, and they hit eject, and the two dudes fly out of the fucking thing, and it goes smashing down unbelievably misses everything even though it's a residential area and the plane blows up news anchor is getting the lady on the street report who was actually there watching the air show um what was the two things to pay attention to uh there's someone who tries to sneak into the shot watch for that early (laughs) and the the lady it might be the dumbest person ever because though all the clues indicate that a huge tragedy has occurred she doesn't quite understand until like someone tells her and i have to say that local news does this all the time they find the dumbest people and that's always what they lead oh. with uh, it's a and, smart move and i think she has a speech impediment where her tongue comes out on the <laughs> effing all right let's check this out I had to say we hear like the loudest noise. It did not sound normal. We knew right away something was wrong. So we jump up and there are two guys right in front of us in parachutes. We, we could have touched them through the balcony window. Like the, the balcony, we could have reached over and touched them. So they're floating down, one landing in the water and the other one near the bushes. We didn't realize that it wasn't part of the air show. So we <laughs> thought it was part of the air show. Not, it wasn't until two minutes later when the police and all the boats off the lake all made their way over to the people who had parachuted out that we realized this is not a show. What's crazy, if, if this woman was living in Ukraine, she would think it was an air show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess oh. that was. I guess that was all. Thing. By Holy the way, shit. By, by the way, I think that lady there is showing some toe. <laughs> yeah, I think you're I'm right. Pretty, wow, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's yeah. some toe. We <laughs> oh, have a, boy. a full-on toe wow. alert there. Now we know how she got the job. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, so that woman thought that part of the air show was one of the airplanes smashing into the ground, narrowly avoiding an apartment building. Right. You've been, you guys have probably been to air shows. I, I think that's uh, just the best air show ever. That would be pretty cool. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Geese comes in with two bucks. This podcast needs 100% more potato. Let Vinny on. Oh, you zagged. <laughs> I thought you were going to zig. Well done, Geese. Well, that's it, guys. I think we've uh, we've done everything we can do when it comes to uh, talking about broadcasters for this Tuesday afternoon. A lot yeah. of good things. I think we things. know who they are now, and now we don't know what to do with that information. I don't so think we. I don't think we know week. who they are yet. I think we still yeah. are, have to get to the bottom of who are these broadcasters. That's just my hot take on it. All right. With all, so, the, with all the fantastic preparation that you've done in between each segment, Carl, please tell me you have a fantastic way to wind the show up. Well, I do. Um, it's our old intro theme. I was going to play as an outro theme, but before I do yeah. that, let me just plug something real quick uh, on this very channel. Well, not no, I'm sorry, not on this channel. On Stuttering John's channel at six o'clock today, I will be on with Stuttering John. So please tune in for that. That's uh, mine and John's round two of our debate. Can I, can I ask a question? Can yeah, I ask a question, please? As time has passed, are you are you friendly now with well, each other? Are you like are you uh, becoming I don't know. Is this is something? Is a relationship blossoming there? No. Now, John and I have had cordial conversations with each other on the phone, where John wants to get into certain things. And I say no, save it for the air because I'm not. I'm not talking to you about this unless okay. we have an audience listening to it. Okay. Um, but will you feed my cats when I'm out of town? <laughs> right. I know precisely. So no, I, I still have uh, some things I need to work out with uh, John. I'm looking forward to talking to him. No, at, no, uh, don't six work o'clock. it out. Oh, no, no we, wow. we have some things we need to work work through, I think. Like a therapy Eric. session, yeah. Uh, also, if you want to see us live with Eric Zane, the rest of the Who Are These podcast crew, the Drew and Mike show, we will be in Detroit, Michigan on September 15th. Go to WATPlive.com is where you can get your tickets for that. You know, I should probably just have this thing running if I was smart. If I was if I was ever in marketing, I would know to promote the other things that I'm doing. Um, Christian Blatt, where do people find you? Yeah, so uh, you can. Uh, I'm going to be like the juice and let you know that I can be found on X, Threads, and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And of course, after your big sit down with Stuttering John, you can find me tonight on Compound Media at seven Eastern on that Jameson show. And I'll also be on Why You Laughing with Blind Mike Geary tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Colin Quinn. So uh, check out uh, all of that. Very good, and Eric Zane. Uh, I just want to mention the Patreon, which you can sign up for my Patreon for seven days free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You do have to put in a payment form in there, but cancel it right when you start. I don't give a shit. And you get the seven <laughs> days. Uh, but I'm hoping you'll like it and you'll continue on. I have a show called Who Are These Zanes, Carl? Yes. Where I, re I review all my old shitty air checks, which means oh. everything prior to today. Uh, we review and rip myself a new asshole with my partner, Ben Glaze. You will be getting a cease and desist from my attorneys very soon. <laughs> That's, for okay. That. That's okay. That's okay. That's uh, okay. Patreon.com well, slash Eric Zane. Very so good. So, Carl, I, I do, I, you know, when we did our uh, test show, I had a test sign off. I've tweaked it a little bit. Okay. So, uh, let, let's see if uh, this is a great way to end the show. That's all the time for today. But remember, every mic is a hot mic, but not every Carl is a hot Carl. We'll see you next week. Who are these broadcasts are doing the work for people? 
mainstream media makes tremendous mistakes. Let's find out. Oh, come on. It's no joke. We are doing it. We are having fun. Boy, these broadcasters are making sure you get the narrative. Carl, Christian, both are doing a tremendous job. Probably the best job anyone has ever done. Lots of people are saying that the best broadcast there ever was. Boy, these broadcasters is on your site to observe and report. Who are these broadcasters with Carl and Christian? You know, folks, it's really no different than a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what they do.